0: And welcome to Unashamed, a Smut Lover's Podcast, where we just want to talk about Smut. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Courtney. And today we are doing another read-along. We're still in the Unlucky 13 world. Today's book is Volatile by J.R. Gray. Yes. Uh, So we've both read this author before. But. Yes. Um. I, I'm going to say I did not give this author a fair shot before. So I'm not really going into it with any preconceived notions. Um, like, he, the book that I read by him before, it was fine. It just wasn't enough for me to, like, finish the whole series. Maybe it was, like, my mood reading. So I'm not really, like... I don't know. I'm not really going into it one way or another. I could love this book. Who's to say?
1: Yeah. Uh, like I said, I read one of the angstier series, and I remember the inks being really good. I just don't remember. I get into these... I'm a mood reader, too, so I get into these like moods where um, I'll binge a bunch of things in a particular like genre or category or whatever, and uh, I don't retain a lot of it.
0: <laughs> Same. so can't trust a fucking mood raider, yeah, no, I'm just kidding, yeah like, and
1: yeah, kidding, but not uh,
0: well i' I'm, I'm just
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't one of those that like struck me as like oh my god this is you know someone i'm gonna one click but it wasn't i don't remember not liking the books i remember liking them so we'll see (laughs) we're gonna go into this with positive you know hopes and yeah i
0: mean we've been impressed with every book so far in this world and these are all amazing authors like no one would be on this list if they weren't a great author. So it is very possible that for either one of us, like it just what, like we just weren't in the mood for that writing style because that does happen. And um, I don't think we necessarily like talk about that aspect as much, but like sometimes like you just don't jive with an author because you weren't in the mood for it and it doesn't make them a bad author. And it doesn't mean that you wouldn't like them another time. So I'm going into it with an open mind. Um, It seems like it is a bi-awakening rock star romance.
1: Yeah, and the two men have known each other for over a decade. They are in the same band. They've been performing performing together for a long time. They escaped their abusive childhoods together. But they... I'm not necessarily certain if they're, like, friends or if it was, like, more, like, we had to survive together, so we did. And... I
0: don't know. Yeah. So... I didn't even think about that aspect, but you're right. It doesn't it does not clarify in the blurb.
1: No, yeah. Well, cause it almost seems
0: like I don't know. So it, it says that they're banished um to the celebrity timeout to play emotional chicken and he's determined to make sure I lose. So um I'm I don't know. I'm curious to see how this is going to go. Like, you can kind of get an idea, but blurbs sometimes can be so misleading and catch you off guard once you're actually in the book. (laughs) Yeah,
1: for sure. So, for me, it says my midway point is chapter 15. What does yours say? Uh,
0: One second. 15 as well. Okay, cool. we have
1: been having an issue with lining them up, so...
0: I know. I don't know <laughs> what the deal is for me. It's forty-eight percent. Same. Okay, we're lined up for once. We're on the same <laughs> wavelength.
1: So yeah, I mean, I'm excited to jump in. I don't really have a lot of theories or anything like that. Um, other than, I'm really excited. I love bi awakenings or gay awakenings. I just love. Too. Yeah, I love the self discovery. So.
0: And the the other book that I read by J.R. Gray was also a by awakening. So, and I I remember I liked that aspect of it. Yeah. Um. So, I'm I from my memory he does a good by awakening. So, yep, yeah, I'm excited to dive in. <laughs> so, cool. if you are reading along with us, we are going to read to chapter 15 and come back, so pause here. Okay, we're back. Yeah. Uh,
1: so I'm almost entirely certain that this book is in it exists within her other series, The Pretty Broken series. Oh really? Yeah, because I recognize I'm pretty sure that I recognize uh, the the brother of one of the main male characters, his boyfriend was part of the band that the other series is focused on. Hmm. And I feel like they have a book. I haven't, I don't think I read it, but they have a book. And um, that's why I feel like there's missing information just because I we didn't read that book.
0: I was like, curious about that. I was going to bring that up. Yeah. It, it feels like Kingsley and Alistair have a book.
1: Yeah, well, and then there's all this tension between uh, Royal and Kingsley because, like, Kingsley is just all out. Like, he thinks Royal is, like, a huge homophobe. And, you know, Aspen, I it seems like an ongoing thing that for a long time Aspen has been, like, defending Royal and being like, he's just uncomfortable, he's not homophobic. But it seems like this was an issue that must have been in that book because it's there's this all this tension between the the band and royal and then Aspen's issues, which I'm sure, you know, discussed. It just felt like there was like missing, not missing information, but like information that you would have known if you had already read the other series.
0: Yeah, but I will say that it doesn't take away from this book, in my opinion.
1: No, no, it doesn't. This is a good, yeah, actually, I just found the book. It's Pretty Wreck, which is the fourth of five.
0: I'm really enjoying this book so far.
1: I am too. I really like it. I think it's well written. And I think that uh, the tension between Aspen and Royal is really good. I think that it started off in a really angsty place. And it's Just gotten better in my opinion
0: yeah i we don't know exactly what is causing the issues yet we're starting to have an idea it seems like royal has some uh internalized homophobia um Um,
1: yeah so it seems like his dad was part of the some sort of organized crime And when he died, Royal kind of started out, like, doing smaller jobs for them. Yeah. To make money. And then that was how he met Aspen, was Aspen had run away from his group home. He's a few years younger, so he would have been, like, what, 13-ish, 14, and was... I think they said 14, yeah. Yeah. So was soliciting himself, or was going to... And then um, Royal kind of took him under his wing. And then obviously we fast forward to years and years later. It's been 20 years at this point. And now they are, uh, they're in the band. And um, Aspen has just like a bunch of like issues from his past and stuff like that. And Royal does too. He, he grew up in kind of an environment that's not conducive to, you know, obviously being yourself. And uh, it, it's mentioned that both their dads were abusive, but Royal didn't let go of, like, loving his dad, even though he wasn't a good one.
0: Yeah. And so they had said that their dads were the same, just different font um, so neither dad would have been okay with them being gay or bi or what have you. Um, Royal did say at one point that he is gay, but he's always been with women. So I don't know that for the first part of the book, it didn't didn't seem like he had an issue. ...being with women, but he did say, like, in one of the last chapters that he's gay. So, but it seems like he has a lot of internalized homophobia. Like, he's going to be disappointing his dad, even though his dad beat him and whatever. He doesn't want to disappoint his dad. And his dad is dead, so it doesn't really matter, but he's got a lot of um, just internalized issues as far as that goes. Which is now leading him... He's finding himself attracted to Aspen. Aspen started wearing all these costumes and skirts and whatever. He's finding himself attracted to him. And he doesn't know how to handle that. So he's just being a dick. Which leads back to Kingsley thinking that he's a homophobe. When it's not really the case. He just has some issues. Yes.
1: I... Yeah. I mean, I'm really loving the book so far. I They're at Black Diamond. They were both caught uh, so Aspen has this ex-girlfriend that I think he's known for a long time. Uh, and But she's like a psycho. She touches him unwanted and uh, there's gotta be like way issues from the past. Royal and everybody else absolutely hates her so Aspen meets up with her, and she kind of, like, forces herself on Aspen a little bit in public, in a bar, next to his brother. Like, they were sitting next to each other, and that was happening. And so, Royal had followed Aspen and Kingsley, and ends up throwing her around, like, tossing her down. And um, so, he's in trouble, and then there was another issue with uh, some actor guy all up on Aspen, and Aspen uh, assaults
0: him. So they end up at Black Diamond for anger management. And it, just- took, it took almost the entire first half for them to end up at Black Diamond. I thought that was interesting because that has not been the case with every other book so far. Every other book, it has been the majority of the book at Black Diamond. And this one, it was a lot of backstory before we got to that point. And I liked it. I did too.
1: I I liked knowing exactly like what happened to get them there and also seeing out the outside perspective because Black Diamond is like this bubble. You're in there and like there's no outside forces. There's nobody you really know. There's you're you're just sucked it. You're in this little vacuum of area where like things can happen because you're not in the public eye. And like the other stories we've seen have more been like, oh, well, what's going to happen when we get back? You know things like that, but this one, you got to see all of all kind of sides. Yeah, the story,
0: and I really liked it. I am very impressed with um, the writing in this book. This is definitely better than the book that I remember reading by this author before. I'm gonna have to go back
1: and read the rest of this that book. You dope. can tell. I
0: know. I'm like because the book that I read before was like a best friends to lovers and I love best friends to lovers but um I need some like I just need something along with them it's been a long time since I read that book so I don't remember but it was just like it was good but it wasn't enough to like lead me on to the rest of the series I think the next one was an enemies to lovers and I just didn't want to read that you know yeah um mood reader <laughs> um And I just never went back to this author, but I'm really impressed by this book. This whole series, you can tell that these authors, I've said it once, I'll say it again, that they just put their heart and soul into these books. Every single one of these books has been so good.
1: Yeah, definitely. I agree. I think that, I mean, just the way it's pulled together, every one of these books in this uh series has just been really good and sometimes you see like mm-hmm. variation especially with multi-author worlds but this one really has like kept to like the theme. like there's not a bunch of differing and conflicting i mean a little bit as an author you know takes liberties but for the most part i think that this world so far is super good and the authors that we've seen so far have done really well
0: yeah they've all been very consistent you can tell that there was a lot of communication between all of the authors and that they all took it seriously and to heart because like Courtney said sometimes you see shared worlds and there's a lot of like heavy liberties taken and then it just doesn't make sense for the world but with this one like the characters are the same throughout and if they're not like their job positions are the same how they enter the room is the same like Just the little details like that have been consistent throughout and that makes it so much more enjoyable when you're not like, you don't have to nitpick on like, oh, well shit, like I thought it was this way, but it's actually that way now. Like you don't have to, to look like overlook those small details because they really took the time to make sure it was consistent. And that's so cool. You can tell they worked very hard on this.
1: Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, I'm excited to jump back in. Uh, So if you are, I think I think that we've about delved into everything we know so far.
0: Yeah, I think we've we've covered the gist. I don't really have any theories moving forward yet.
1: No. All right. So if you're reading along with us, go ahead and read to the end of the book and pause here. Okay, we're back. It was a good book. Um, full disclosure, I didn't really read anything mm-hmm. until like I got home from the concert last night. So I stayed up until 2 a.m. So I'm not gonna lie and say I retained everything,
0: but- It was, it was good. Um, that, you know what? That gives me a perfect segue to hype up another author. We'll get more into this book but we're not doing the monthly read-alongs, so or not monthly, uh, the monthly favorites. So, Nordica Night, if you haven't read any Nordica Night, highly recommend. I'm going through all the books right now, and I have not been disappointed in a single book by that author, and I also stayed up until almost 2 a.m. reading that author, so. Just want to throw that in there since we're not doing the fight fa- the monthly favorites right now.
1: Yeah, we're kind of
0: stuck in a we're we're doing a, a thing, okay? No.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we're doing a thing. Um, I also would like to uh hype up if you're into dark romance. Um, Cr Jane has the Pucking Wrong series. It's a dark hockey series. Only the first book is out. The second book, I think, will be out like next month, maybe September. But super good. I actually just reread it because I was hyping myself up for the next book to come out. But
0: so good. I mentioned it. Did I not send you that for read alongs in the future? The fucking wrong number. Did you? Maybe not.
1: (laughs) It's a series. So I I, I. it's a standalone, but it's a series. So I was wondering. I mean, if you did, it would have been like for like the future, because I know how you are with standalone series, with series in general.
0: I might, I may not have, but I think I meant to. That's funny. Well, at <laughs> least, I, at least I know it's good now. So um, good, definitely read it. Like,
1: I mean, the standalone is set with a different couple in a different state. So, and I feel like you can read that one and not be too. Disappointed.
0: Uh, anyway, back to so this. <laughs> um, volatile. Okay. Yeah, it was really good. I kind of a shit epilogue, in my opinion, though. Um, I- I'm scrolling back right now. I've already gotten it off my phone. <laughs> it. Uh, goes into them talking about going to Black Diamond again. And then... Oh, yes. And then he, like, starts to give him a blowjob, and it ended. And I was like, what? Yeah.
1: So, not the most fulfilling epilogue. Uh, I thought it... Because he'd never given a blowjob before, um, obviously. Because he had been with women and then Aspen was his first uh, man. And throughout the book, there was like teasing uh, with like him giving a blowjob, but then it just never happened. Uh, they, I don't even remember where we left off, but the second half of the book, like, so they ended up going to like anger management and hooking up. And I thought that this was going to be a lot more angsty based on the first half of the book. But once they yeah, got it together, was- it was very just, like, this is it, this is us, like, we're together. There was little bits of, like, you know, tension, like, telling his mother and um, Aspen's brother and, like, going against the actor who all of a sudden went on, you know, went live and was talking about how he was a homophobe. And But it, as far as the interpersonal angst, there really wasn't any real tension or angst within the relationship once it started
0: you know what that's kind of how I expected it to go I kind of expected it like once royal gave in that was that um and it was just outside influences there were no real issues as far as the two of them went once they got to that point
1: yeah I mean it was good though I like other than the epilogue um i do like this author's like writing style i like i liked the story i thought it was really good i mean i don't have any complaints i thought it was cute you know they got together rose one of those really adorable possessive guys who just kind of you know it was he was in it for aspen and only aspen and he had been that way for a very long time so
0: yeah it's um I mean, it just falls in line with the level of writing that's come from every single book in this world so far. For sure. I've said it so many times, but I'm so impressed by all of these authors. We are getting in... I looked ahead a little bit. We're going to start getting into authors that I have never read. Um, I'm a little interested to see how... That goes – because so far – We have read Bailey uh, Nicole, the next author.
1: We did a read-along. Is she the next? Yeah, Bailey Nicole is the next one on the list, at least. Uh, The Weight of Your Wishes, that's the author. And then I've also read a second and third book from this author. I've only read one that one book by that author. Yes, I read the – the revelry which was more of a novella and then i read i think yeah the cruel and careless worthless boys
0: so okay i have read bailey nicole but i have not read marie ann isabel lucero t ashley um and then we've got jesse walker which we know we fucking love jesse walker becca steele is on this list.
1: Becca Steele is so
0: good. Like, I read- I don't oh, look at she, Becca Steele like a male, male author. Like I, I look and really she does have male male, male, male books, movie. but I have not read them. Oh, I've they're read good. Read, I've read a I've few I've only read um, Reverse Harem by Becca Steele. Reverse Harem. Yeah. Mm. Go look at her list. I know you've read her books, too. I
1: know I have. Oh, you know what? I read the the Boneyard Kings, but then she has a male-female series, too, that I read. The four. She's- it's a male-female. It's, like, there's six books in the series, and it's, um I think, like, the first two or three is one couple, and then the rest of the books are all each a separate couple.
0: Um, She's multifaceted.
1: Yeah, she has a lot of different but uh, in one of her series that was male female that I read the last book was male male or the second to last book whatever and that's where I started reading her with male male because it was so good that I ended up whenever she puts out a new one which she actually just did and I haven't picked it up yet because I've been we've been doing so many male males for the read that I haven't been into it lately. So, uh, but I have one on the list. It's Collided. It's her newest mail mail book, aside from obviously the one in this world coming out. And I mean, I guess I'll let you know how it goes, but it, it looks like it was going to be really good.
0: I am so excited for, I'm going to read some new authors that I've never read before, which I'm really pumped about because... This whole world has just been top-notch quality, and I can't wait to see what comes next. And we really liked Bailey Nicole when we did um, The Way to Your Wishes for the read-along. So, I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, I don't think I have anything else to say. No, I don't either.
1: It was, yeah, good, good book, great series so far, and yeah, I'm excited to see what comes
0: next. Woohoo! All right. So if you want to stick around and listen to Bailey Nicole, catch us next week for that. Yeah. Thanks, Thank you. Guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.